seriously popular. Have you ever felt like escaping to your own desert island? Jane Gaskin did exactly that, trading in the family home to begin a new life in the tropics. But she soon discovers that paradise has its secrets. I'm Alice Levine, and this is The Price of Paradise, the island dream that ends in kidnap, corruption, and murder. Wish you were here? Follow The Price of Paradise now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In the last hour, two teenagers have been arrested in connection with the murder of a 16-year-old girl in Cheshire. On the 11th of February 2023, the body of 16-year-old Brianna Jai was found in a park in Cheshire in England. Two teenagers, too young to be identified, stand accused of her murder. Bringing you the evidence, witness statements and testimony from court, this is the trial. Brianna Jai. I'm Liz Hull, Northern Correspondent for The Mail. I'll be following the trial every day and reporting on it as it happens. And I'm broadcaster and journalist Caroline Cheatham. Together we'll examine what's happened in court and bring you the details behind the headlines. In today's episode, we'll explain that Boy Y gave his evidence to the court by typing his answers because he is unable to speak. How he told the jury that Girl X was giddy before they met Brianna on the day she died. And how he said he wanted to explain to police that Girl X had used his hunting knife to kill Brianna. But instead, he lied because he was scared officers would tell him off. Both defendants deny murder. Welcome to episode 7, Boy Y Gives His Evidence. So on Tuesday, Girl X finished giving her evidence. Then Boy Y's defence started. But his evidence isn't being delivered in the usual way. No, so the jury was told that since Brianna's death, Boy Y has been formally diagnosed with autism and he's also stopped speaking to almost everyone around him. The only person he really communicates with now is his mother. This is known, the court was told, as selective mutism. So the judge told the jury that because of this condition... Boy Y would be giving his evidence differently. So what we witnessed was Boy Y listening to the questions from the barristers before he typed up his answers. His typed words were then relayed to the court by his intermediary. This is a woman who's been looking after him during the trial. He's also sitting in a small room or annex next to the court, instead of sitting in the main courtroom itself. The jury and everyone else in the courtroom can see him on a video link. So, like Girl X had done a few days before him, Boy Y was formally sworn in before he started giving his evidence and he pledged to tell the jury the truth. His barrister, Richard Littler Casey, began by asking him a bit about his background and his schooling. And Boy Y confirmed he was 15, 
and doing well at school at the time Brianna was killed. He said his favourite subjects were science, and he had an ambition to go to university and study microbiology. And while he's been on remand, that education has continued. Yes, he told the jury that while he's been in the secure accommodation unit, he's passed eight GCSEs. He's now teaching himself A-levels in physics, biology, chemistry, pure maths and English literature, he said. Boy Y also confirmed he'd never been in trouble with the police before. Then Mr Littler started asking Boy Y about the day Brianna was killed. Their exchange has been voiced by actors. Did you stab Brianna Jai? No. Who did? Girl X. Did you see her do it? Yes. Did she use a knife? Yes. Who did the knife belong to? Me. Who brought the knife to Kolchev? Me. Why did you bring the knife to Kolchev? Girl X had asked me to. Was there a plan to stab Brianna? Girl X had a plan to stab Brianna, but I did not. Did you take her plan seriously? No. Why not? Because I didn't believe what she was saying. Why not? Because she always talks about murder and nothing happens. How long has she been talking to you about murder? At least two years. Do you believe everything she tells you? No. Why not? Because she always makes up stories. Did you believe Girl X was going to stab Brianna? I did not. Now, Boy Y told the jury he'd never met Brianna before the day she died, but he knew Girl X was obsessed with her. Earlier this week, Girl X had told the court that Boy Y didn't like transgender or gay people, but he denied disliking Brianna. Did the fact Brianna was transgender make you feel towards her different? Not at all. Boy Y said the first time Girl X asked him to bring his knife out with him was on February the 11th, the day Brianna was killed. But he insisted he didn't think she was going to hurt Brianna with it. He claimed he gave the knife to Girl X before they met Brianna off the bus that day and that she hid it in the waistband of her clothes. But he said he wasn't concerned because he didn't think Girl X was being serious about her so-called plan to kill her. So Mr Littler asked Boy Y to describe how the three of them were behaving when they reached Linear Park. How was Girl X behaving? Giddy. How was Brianna behaving? Normally. How were you feeling at this stage? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I cannot figure out what I was feeling that day because I don't remember the physical symptoms of the emotion. Boy Y said that when they reached the area of the park where Brianna was killed, Girl X and Brianna sat down on the bench. He said he was admiring the trees, then walked off to go to the toilet behind one of them. Now you may remember, Girl X also told the jury that she'd walked away to stretch her legs. And this was when she says Boy Y stabbed Brianna. But Boy Y said he never saw Girl X walk anywhere. And it was she, not he, who attacked her when his back was turned. Did you see or hear something whilst you were having a wee? Yes, I heard rustling like with clothes and a foot, as well as a sound I would describe as a puncturing sound. When you heard this, what did you do? I assumed something had been dropped on the floor after someone was moving about and I just thought the puncture was like a different sound to the decompression of a fizzy drink. Did you look to see what the sound might be? After I had finished going to the toilet. What did you see? I saw Girl X stabbing Brianna. Were you still stood in the area where you had been weeing? I was next to said trees. Was Brianna standing up at this stage? She was on the floor. What kind of position was Brianna's body in on the floor? She looked a bit curled up on the floor. Can you remember how many times you saw Girl X stab Brianna? At least three times. However, I wasn't counting. Where on Brianna's body was Girl X stabbing her? I can't remember specifically, but I would say around her torso. 
How were you feeling at this stage? I hadn't registered how I was feeling, so I don't know. When you saw this happening, what did you do? I stood still. Boywai told the jury he finished going to the toilet and walked towards Brianna to check on her. He said he could see Girl X in his peripheral vision using a phone. And it's the prosecution case, Liz, that Girl X sent a Snapchat to herself from Brianna's phone as a cover after the attack. This is something that she denied earlier this week. As you approached, what could you see? Blood. Where was the blood? Everywhere. Define everywhere. On the floor around Brianna and on Brianna. Did you go towards Brianna? Yes. When you got to Brianna, where was Girl X? Towards the bench. Was Girl X stood up? Yes. Was Girl X still holding the knife? I didn't see, but the knife wasn't on the floor or the bench, so I assumed she had done something with it. Was Girl X saying anything? She didn't say anything until she noticed people approaching. Before the people approaching, did you do anything? I had touched Brianna. Carefully and fully, can you tell us how you touched Brianna? I put my hands on her back, on her jumper, which was blood-ridden. Did you have blood on your hands? Lots. Could you see any other injuries to Brianna? I couldn't see much due to the blood and clothing. Why did you put your hands onto Brianna? I was checking to see what had happened. What did Girl X say when she saw other people? I can't remember exactly, but to paraphrase, she said something on the line of, there are people, we've got to run. Boy Y said Girl X told him to use his own saliva to wash Brianna's blood off his hands. He said she was doing the same to get blood off her face. He claimed he didn't check to see if he had blood on his jacket and didn't see if Girl X had any on her clothing either. He claimed Girl X handed him back his knife, which he said didn't appear to have any blood on the blade or the handle. He put it back in its sheath and placed it in his pocket, he said. As they walked away, he said Girl X told her she'd stabbed Brianna because she'd tried to get her to break up with her boyfriend. Girl X also got rid of Brianna's phone by dropping it down a drain while pretending to tie her shoelace, he said. When you were both leaving the park, did you speak to one another? Girl X had told me to use my saliva to wipe the blood off my hands as she was doing the same for her face. I had also asked her why she stabbed Brianna and she responded, she tried to get me to break up with Boyo and that is unforgivable. Did you see Girl X holding Brianna's phone at any stage in the park? She was using a phone while I was touching Brianna but I couldn't tell whose. Did you notice any blood on your body at this stage? Only on my hands. Did you notice any blood on Girl X? I had seen a bit on her hands, but they looked wiped, and she was wiping her face, which had some blood on it. How was Girl X behaving at this stage? Calm, but alert. Her tone was not happy and not sad. It was a dull, blank tone that was slightly serious. Boy Y said Girl X told him to go home. He told the jury he felt dazed by what had happened, and admitted he didn't tell his parents what he'd witnessed. Why? I don't tell them about easier topics, so it was even more improbable that I would be able to tell them what I had seen. Why can't you tell them about easier topics? I assume it is linked to my autism and not being able to express myself easily. How were you feeling at this stage? I wasn't sure on what I was feeling. That's why I was searching for anxiety on the internet. Boy Y claimed that he rejected a phone call from Girl X at around half past four in the afternoon the day after the killing. He said he was worried she would think he wasn't behaving normally and would get paranoid or do or say something to him that would be bad. Did you want to speak to Girl X at this time? No. Why not? I didn't want to. Do you know why you didn't want to? I was busy trying to deal with myself, so I didn't have time to act with her on a phone call. What do you mean by act with her on a phone call? I mean, I wouldn't have been able to act as if everything was normal on a phone call. 
but I could act like that on messages. Why did you not want Girl X to believe everything was not normal? I didn't want her to hear what I sounded like in case that made her paranoid, which is very easy to do. What did you think Girl X would do if she got paranoid? I believe that she would have been capable of doing something to me or saying something to me that would be bad. Boy Y said he'd search for information about victims and witnesses to crimes online after the attack because he'd wanted to tell the police what had happened, but he said he didn't know how to. He said that was why, when he was arrested at his home, he told officers, I can explain. But he admitted he didn't tell them Girl X had used his knife to stab Brianna when he was interviewed because he was scared of being told off. Apart from that, did you tell the police the truth about what happened in the park? Yes. Did you want to hurt Brianna on the 11th of February? No. Did you think for one moment that Girl X would hurt Brianna on the 11th of February? No. Did you at any stage hurt Brianna with the knife? No. Did you at any stage encourage or want Girl X to hurt Brianna with the knife? I did not encourage or want Girl X to hurt anyone with the knife. We're going to pause there for a quick break. Have you ever felt like escaping to your own desert island? Jane Gaskin did exactly that, trading in the family home to begin a new life in the tropics. But she soon discovers that paradise has its secrets. I'm Alice Levine, and this is The Price of Paradise, the island dream that ends in kidnap, corruption and murder. Wish you were here? Follow The Price of Paradise now, wherever you listen to podcasts. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync... Things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. So after the lunch break on Wednesday, Richard Pratt KC, who's defending Girl X, then began cross-examining Boy Y. Boy Y agreed with Mr Pratt that he'd learned kickboxing as a child and was good at the sport. He also agreed with Mr Pratt that he knew about different types of powerful punches called jabs and straights, and he accepted he would have been stronger than Girl X. Mr Pratt asked Boy Y about the evidence given by the pathologist, Dr Alison Armour, last week. Their exchange has been voiced by actors. Dr Armour said some of the stab wounds to Brianna were caused by using considerable force. Are you aware of that? Yes. Dr Armour said that on occasions the knife went through bone... Are you aware of that? Yes. Dr. Irma said it needed some strength to do that. Are you aware of that? Yes. Did you stab Brianna? No. Did you stab Brianna using your own hunting knife? No. Boy Y admitted he'd sent a photograph of a knife in a group chat on WhatsApp to show off to his friends. Alongside the picture, he wrote... You should have seen the collection they had. There were throwing knives, butterfly knives, machetes, flick knives tomahawks and combat shovels. He admitted going into a souvenir shop abroad which sold knives, but insisted he didn't have a fascination with them or any ulterior motives for owning one. He said that he simply wanted to own the hunting knife, to look at it 
and admire it. What did you want to do with the hunting knife apart from look at it? Admire the craftsmanship. Did you ever use the hunting knife that you bought? I had used it for things such as cutting food. Did you have a fascination with knives, boy why? I like things made from metal and I like the way knives look. Had you ever used that knife to injure any person? Other than myself, no. Did you ever tell Girl X that you had injured anybody using that knife? I think I told her I used it on myself, but I couldn't tell her I'd used it on someone else because I've already said I hadn't used it on anyone else but myself. Mr Pratt then asked Boy Y about the messages he'd swapped with Girl X in the run-up to Brianna's murder and whether he liked discussing dark things with her. Boy Y said he'd no opinion and neither liked or disliked talking about those things. Mr Pratt pointed to a message where Boy Y talked about wanting to see a child known as Boy E be beaten to death or kill himself. Now, Boy Y admitted he had written the message, but claimed he was just following what other people at school were saying about the child. He also denied Mr Pratt's suggestion that the messages made him want to kill someone in real life or use his hunting knife to kill someone. Mr Pratt questioned Boy Y's claims that he'd given Girl X his knife before they met Brianna. He also questioned why, if Girl X had stabbed Brianna as he said she had, did he take the knife back off her afterwards as they left the park? Boy Y said he thought it would have been bad for the prosecution case if he hadn't taken the knife because Girl X might have got rid of it. He was also sentimental about his belongings, he said. But Boy Y did accept that he had lied to police when he failed to tell them the knife had been used to attack Brianna when he was arrested. Why did you take the knife back off her? Because it belongs to me and I'm very sentimental towards inanimate objects that belong to me. On your version, this was a knife, your knife, that had been used to severely injure Brianna. Were you worried about taking it back? I wasn't thinking about what it had been used for, and since the knife looked clean, I didn't see anything that would prevent me from taking it. Are you saying that your sentimental attachment to the knife was greater than any concern you had for how it had been used? No, because that knife still belonged to me regardless of what it had been used for. And if I didn't take it, then I don't think that would be a good idea. Why not? If I hadn't taken it back to my house, I would be questioned about its whereabouts and it could have been disposed of, which would be bad for evidence. Who would it be bad for, for evidence, boy why? It would have been bad for the prosecution if they didn't have the knife. And that is what you were thinking at the time, was it? Yes, among other things. If that's right, why did you lie to the police when you said that the knife had not been used? I had told the court that in a previous question, because I was scared of being told off by the police. You have said, if you hadn't taken the knife back, it would be bad for the prosecution if they didn't have the knife. If that is right, why did you lie to the police when you said your knife had not been used to injure? Because I was scared of being told off by the police. Did you want to help the police and the prosecution? Yes, however my fears control me. Were you afraid that by admitting your knife was used, it might implicate you? I had already been arrested, so I knew I was being involved regardless. However, I cannot speak against my fears. When did you decide to admit your knife had been used to kill Brianna? I cannot answer that because you're asking for a specific day over the last ten or so months. There is no way I could know that. At this point, the judge asked Boy Why whether he'd decided to admit his knife had been used in the attack after he'd learned of the forensic evidence. The jury's been told that Brianna's blood and tissue was found on the hilt of the knife, which police recovered from his bedroom. And Boy Y admitted he knew the detail of the forensic evidence, 
but he said he couldn't remember exactly when he got over his fears and admitted his knife had been used to kill Brianna. So Boy Y spent around four and a half hours in the witness box being questioned by his own barrister and by Girl X's barrister. Then it was the turn of Deanna here, KC, the lead prosecutor, to begin her cross-examination of Boy Y. And she started to ask him questions about the day Brianna was killed. For around three hours, he listened and typed the answers to her questions, like he'd done the day before, from another room with his intermediary speaking them out loud to the jury, who were watching via the video link. She began by asking Boy Y why he went to Culcheth on the day Brianna was killed. He said he agreed to go to meet Girl X because he'd promised her and didn't want to let her down. Did you take your knife because Girl X wanted to kill Brianna with it? No. Did you take your knife to Colchester on the 11th because you wanted to kill Brianna with it? No. Did you really take the knife to show to Girl X? Yes. Miss Here then asked Boy Y about messages in which he and Girl X talked about taking knives to the park. You asked Girl X, you bringing a knife? Why did you ask Girl X whether she was bringing a knife? I think I was just returning the question, like small talk. Girl X asks you if you think it's best if she does, and you say, if you want to stab her as well. Do you see that? Yes. Why did you say to Girl X, if you want to stab her as well? I was just going along with her story. When you said as well, what did you mean? As well as who? I don't know why the... As well as uh... Then you say, I'm not going to throw my knife at you. We have to do this fast. Do you see that? Yes. Is the truth that you were going to keep your knife on the 11th? No. Is the truth that you took your knife to Colchef in order to stab Brianna? No. Boy Y told the jury that he thought Brianna liked Girl X's company more than Girl X enjoyed Brianna's. He also agreed with Miss Here that in some of the messages they'd swapped, Girl X wasn't very nice about her. Miss Heer asked him about one message he sent to Girl X in which he referred to Brianna as a femboy and it. He said it was just a joke and how he'd learned to speak from other people at school, but he accepted that Brianna probably wouldn't have liked him referring to her that way. Did you call her those things because you didn't like her? No. Did you think that because she was transgender you were entitled to hurt her? No. After the murder, Boy Y said Girl X wiped blood off her face with her hands then wiped her hands on the grass. He confirmed he didn't see her wipe the knife. And he told the jury he had no choice but to stay in touch with Girl X afterwards because he was worried she might think he would blame her if he stopped messaging. Having seen Girl X stab Brianna, did you think she might stab you? It's across my mind, yes. So why did you run after her? Because I didn't immediately think that. Because emotions put themselves before logic regardless, whether or not I can tell specifically what they are. Did you think about calling for help for Brianna? I didn't think I needed to. After the killing, after Brianna had been stabbed, we know that you went home. When you got home, why did you remain in contact with Girl X on the messages? I felt I had to. Why? Because I couldn't just stop texting her after it had happened. She would find that strange. Did you think that if you stopped texting her, she would become suspicious and think that you might betray her? Yeah, I did. Were you worried that she might betray you? How do you mean? When two people commit a crime together, they have to trust one another not to tell on each other. Do you understand? Yes. Were you worried that she might tell on you? Tell on me for doing what? For killing Brianna with her, boy why. But I did not. It was Girl X who did that. So I thought that she might just blame me, but not betray me, in the way you said. Did you decide when you were interviewed that you would blame her before she could blame you? 
No, I had decided to tell the truth. The truth is that you stabbed Brianna, didn't you? No. So that's it for today and for Boywise evidence to the court. Both defendants deny the charge of murder. We'll be back on Tuesday when we'll bring you the closing speeches of the prosecution and the defence barristers as this trial starts to draw to a close. In the meantime, you can follow us on X at The Trial Podcast and contact us, the trial at mailmetromedia.co.uk. You can leave us a comment on Spotify or even send us a voice note on WhatsApp on 07796 657 512. Start your message with the word trial. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Mogentarder. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skidt af alle de der podcasts, der forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lytte til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel. 